Welcome back to your first million. It's Arlen. It's Tuesday, September 22nd. Just recorded a really, really great interview with Sophia Amoroso and wanted to get it out to you as soon as possible because today is a big launch day for her and for us, you know, for anybody who gets to be part of it. So I wanted to get that out really fast. Sophia is a has been a friend um, and a peer for a few years, and I've been to her her events. Um, you may know her from her book, Girl Boss. It was also a Netflix series. Um, she has uh, she started Nasty Gal, which has a lot of history to it. If you've ever wondered about how that all played out, um, from going from an eBay store to you know $350 million valuation, and then ultimately closing, she gives very candid information about that and kind of walks you through some of her learnings. And she has a new launch of a business course out that we wanted to talk about and um, just have it have it for you. And so I, I'm just recording this right here. You might even hear some construction in the background that's across the street from me, but I wanted to get this out right away. I hope you're having a wonderful day. And whenever you listen to this, I hope it's going well for you. And really appreciate all of your uh, support and listening. And um, it just really means the, the world to me that you listen to these episodes. So don't think I take one episode for granted, one hour of your time, one 30-minute period of your time for granted. Hope you enjoy this episode with Sophia Amoroso. That's not her name. Sophia <laughs> Amoroso. Yeah, her name is Sofia Amoroso. Amoruso? Amoroso? Amoruso. Let's see what Sofia says. Let's see how she pronounces her name. And let me get it right next time. <laughs> this is like payback for all the times I've been called Arlene, Arian, Arlan, Arland with the D, all of that. Thanks. Enjoy. Hey, Arlen. How's it going? Good. Thanks for having me. It's so nice to see you. Yeah, no problem. Thanks for being on your first million. Today is a big day for you. Um, tell everybody what's going on. We'll get, we'll get into everything else in a second, but what is going on today? What's the main thing? Well, today I launched my third business, which is just exhausting to say out loud. This is year 15 for me of entrepreneurships I'm back to bootstrapping and I've invested my own money in this thing I really hope works called business class which is an online uh, entrepreneurship course that is really comprehensive it's eight weeks of guided study so I take people through all of the course content we do white weekly group calls um, about everything from marketing to hiring and firing to intellectual property and LLCs versus C corps to brand identity and you know paid marketing and earned owned like media and building a content calendar really runs the gamut so it's a pretty big comprehensive course um, there's 200 pages of worksheets that I've written um, that you kind of interact with and ideate on your own business and it's called business class but and which sounds like the most boring name ever but it's airline themed so that's what's really yeah. I love about it is that it's a pun. So I saw I'm that I got, I'm subscribed to your emails and I oh, saw cool. that I saw the business class play, uh, which I thought was really cute. Cause you're, I mean, you're, 
you're known for a lot of things, but one of those main things is the kind of the way that you get things across to people. So if there's anybody to, um, to teach you how to promote and do marketing, it is you. So it's coming from a great source. Um, so let's talk a little bit of just to, for anybody who we're going to catch everybody up real fast. Cause I know, um, from experience that going over the same thing is kind of a drag, but just in general, you said this is your 15th year, your third company. Uh, I have your book. Uh, if you're listening to this on audio, I have Sophia's, uh, nasty gal, um, uh, book. Is it called nasty gal? No, it's called girl boss. I don't even know anymore. <laughs> yeah. Girl boss book behind me. A bunch um, of behind me. Names. <laughs> we we you and I we have a lot in common when it comes to like naming things it's like really important to us and I um it's it's important because it stays with you and it's a part of you and unlike so many older brands I think like people today we really it's really an extension of us you know it's not it's maybe it's the size of the brands or something like that but it's really an extension of us it's not so much this thing you go to work you clock out you leave it's like part of you so what were those just briefly the first two companies and and then we'll we'll talk about today because today is what's important totally so my first business i started when i was 22 as an ebay store I was selling vintage clothing and uh back in late 2006 so there was no etsy or squarespace or shopify or gusto or anything canva and i you know i sold vintage clothing for i don't know what a year and a half on ebay and then left ebay um you know i bootstrapped the business on the back of like an 87 volvo i mean it's 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 such an exhausting story to tell and, and all of it's in girl boss and then there was a netflix series where some of it it's true some of it's not but there was a scripted comedy um, I produced with Charlize Theron about my story, my life, uh, which is pretty weird. Um, eventually bootstrapped the business to over $30 million in revenue profitably before investors came in. And I owned a hundred percent of it. I owned a hundred percent of it when they plowed $60 million into it at a $350 million valuation. And I owned 80% of it and I controlled it and it was a good run. And we built it to over a hundred million dollars in revenue. And uh, made all the lists and the business magazine covers and all the shit. And it was very glamorous and it didn't end super well. Um, it was a 10 year run. Uh, you know, I think that valuation really kind of was the first nail in the coffin uh, because living up to a $350 million valuation as a retail company, you know, with the, with the, the main comps that are out there outside of like maybe uh, you know, at the time there wasn't even a far fetch. It was like ASOS, you know, and Amazon. And it was like, we had a 10 X multiple and just ever raising after that was like impossible because we were so overpriced. There's a lot of things that happened. I did a lot of things wrong to ultimately nasty girl filed for chapter 11 at the end of 2016. And not long after, hold on these poodles and not long after launched a company called Girl Boss, based on this this book that I you mentioned, that's right behind you. That was a New York Times bestseller, and Girl Boss lasted. It was a good run, three years. Uh, we built a social network for women, a digital community. We had conferences. Um, we created a lot of great content and newsletter. And at the end of 2019, so at the end of last year, I sold the company, 
And when I say sold, I don't mean like, oh, I sold something on Craigslist, you know, peace out. It was like, I found a long-term investor to build this with me who has a bigger stake in it than I do. And that was the plan. We were hiring. We had closed a $10 million deal. The lawyers had blessed it. We'd signed it. It was on this other brand. It was actually like kind of like an ad holding company, an agency that spends other brands money essentially and represents other brands. The $10 million, like one deal, year long deal with these guys. And then COVID hit and the whole thing fell apart. So we would have knocked our, our revenue. It would have been like, you know, by far our largest year with one $10 million deal. And it was, it was done. It was like basically someone rescinding a term sheet and COVID hit. We couldn't do events. We have a conference, you know, we, we do retreats and brands just were like, what is happening in the world? We don't know. We don't want to deploy our dollars right now on marketing because we have no idea what we're dealing with. And so revenue went to zero overnight, um, which is just completely out of our control, right? Like the company, like we didn't do anything wrong, you know? And so it's just really wild now, three months later, it's been three months to the day since I left Girlboss and, you know, was, was laid off along with our team. And, and today I've launched my third business. So it's been a ride. It's been, and there's so much more in between, but that's the gist of it. Gist of it. You know, what, what I was reminded of, and it, it has nothing to do with you, but it reminds me of this, is um, when Brad Pitt and Angelina Jolie filed for divorce, I think they had been together, I don't even know how many years. It had been a lot of years, more than 10. It was like crazy amount of years. And everybody was like, oh, they're their marriage failed. <laughs> and I, I was like, how do you call that many years in a marriage a failure? It's not a failure based on the one event that happened at the end, you know? And so I, I just, um, I, I definitely just have a, an, an affinity and, a, and a, um, I understand your relatability when it comes to people wanting to call things something like very black and white. And again, you, you said yourself, there were things that you had control of and your first company that you feel like you did wrong. There were things that were outside of your control or things that were sort of mis, misrepresented, all of that. But you made the point to say you had a 10 year run. And in those 10 years, you employed people, people were happy customers, et cetera, et cetera. In, in addition to everything else that happened. And so I, I tend to look at things um, holistically and, and try to look at things like the very end of something can't be called a failure or else everything that we do in life is a failure, you know, because everything it has an end to it at some point. And so you've taken all of that, I mean, maybe more than one lifetime's worth of entrepreneurship just distilled down into 15 years. You've taken all of that and put it into this new thing that feels, if I'm, watch, I'm watching it, you know, as an observer online and, and having a course myself and kind of knowing that world, it feels like maybe the, maybe it goes, it harkens back to the days that you were doing eBay, where it felt like you had the control of it. Oh. Yeah, that's what it feels like. Cause it's me and I have a couple employees and um, we're just rubbing sticks together. You know, there's all this technology we can use now where I don't have to build like a portal to host an online course, which, you know, five, 10 years ago, that would have been really, really challenging to be able to 
host a curriculum online and have video and all of these things integrated. Um, and it does feel like I've, you know, like this is like, you know, a three month pivot 15 years in the making. So I've, I've just learned so much. It's been very expensive. It's been really, really fun. I've done so much right and done some things wrong. And to be able to share that with the new generation of entrepreneurs is a really exciting thing. And to be so close to it, you know, to be like, have the Shopify app on my phone or be like uploading images to the, you know, to the website until 3 a.m. last night and writing every word of copy. Mm -hmm. um, like that's so fun for me. Like that's what I really love. I love beginnings. I don't love, I don't love it when companies get big. Like this is a digital business now where, um, you know, hopefully it's something that can scale without a huge team scaling because I want this to be kind of like my, it's like my family business. It's just like a, I don't want it to necessarily be small, but you know, if huge means that I have, that my lifestyle turns into what it was when I was running a really massive business, it's like not worth it for me anymore. And you th I think about um, um, initiatives like Black and Brown Founders and the Zebra Movement, which is kind of the anti-unicorn movement. It's the, and then when I think about my own um, um, beliefs, I would rather see a thousand millionaires than one billionaire. When we think about that and COVID hitting and so many other things out of our control hitting us at once with the climate, again, shout out to Black and Brown Founders for, for talking about this for years and the Zebra Movement. Um, you know, it's more important than ever, I think, for people to be able to have control of their destiny and control of how they make money and, and not be at the mercy of other people. And so what do you, what do you think people will get out of your course that'll help them do that? Because it, it is, it's a lot of investment and capital, not so much. I mean, it's market, but it's also an investment of time and of like trust. What are people going to get out of this that, that um, equips them to do what we're talking about? There? Absolutely. So it's really interactive. It's not just, you know, I don't, I have a tattoo in my arm that says words tend to be inadequate. And I really do believe that it's easy to say stuff, doing it is so much harder. And so, you know, there's a lot of actionable advice and opportunity for people to work through their brand and their business and their company's financials and their pricing strategy and all the things that like, not, not just listening, right? Like they're going to have an arsenal of not just information from business class that you can access for the rest of your life, but also an arsenal of work that you've put together that you can return to over and over again. And you've learned these skills that you, you know, hadn't before. And so whether that's finance or copywriting, like those are things that I'm, you know, bringing my kind of my take on finance, not necessarily can't get too creative with finance, but um, when it comes to branding and marketing and, um, and like, you know, team building, I've learned a lot about that, the hard way leadership, and then just kind of like the nuts and bolts, right. Of all of that stuff, like how to actually do it. Not just like, here's what I think about leadership. It's like, no, well, here's like, here's what's best practice, but also here's what I learned from experience. And here's our culture guide to at girl boss. And like, here's the brand book for the business that I just built. Like, really showing people examples. So it's really like, it's very, it's very dense. Um, it's very actionable and, and sorry about that. Okay. I have construction going on right across the street from me. Like okay. right <laughs> um, 
and really just like, you know, it's like I've been in the trenches and there's a lot, there's a lot of online courses out there about business, I guess, but I don't feel like there's a ton for, from people who have, you know, who started with, you know, a few bucks. And I think your story is an example of that. Um, you know, I'm, I actually hadn't heard the term zebra movement and I'm so happy that there's a word for it because this is kind of where I am now. As someone who's been on the other side of it, I was never a unicorn per se. Um, but even this, you know, the scale that I built, you know, nasty gal to and the glory of the Forbes 30 under 30 and all the shit, like being on the other side of it, it's just, it's easy to say this, but like that stuff doesn't matter, right? Like yeah. having enough to take care of yourself and feel proud of like the work that you do and feel connected to work, the work that you do and each decision you make being something that like you can find out very quickly if that worked or didn't. Um, that's just like such an exciting experience and so enriching and something that makes you a better person, both professionally and personally. And I really, really, this, this of course is like not for founders. The landing page says like, this is not for people who want to raise investor money. Like this is for people who want to build profitable, sustainable businesses because I've done both. And, you know, we are in a place where we should be controlling our own, our own destinies. I think there are certain companies that are right to take investment. I think most companies shouldn't. Uh, I don't think most, you know, most companies are really fit to live up to that. And it's not necessarily, you know, it seems very glamorous, but it's not like necessarily fun. And often it's not really necessary. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, the course that I have is called how to raise capital for your, uh, for your company from scratch, like literally what we're talking about, but it's a Trojan horse because half of it is about bootstrapping mm -hmm. and it's most of it is me convincing you not to raise unless, unless there are very specific reasons you would and go yeah. and get a fair look at both. And, uh, to your point about not being glamorous or not being even fulfilling, I talked to a, a unicorn um, founder as, a, as a, a man and a friend of mine, and I talked to him about a year and a half ago, and we were touring his um, his office, like one of his buildings, and we went into the cafeteria, and there were just like hundreds and hundreds of people there, and the food was amazing, and he was, you know, he's very like in the moment, he, I mean, in, in the trenches guy. So he was just, you know, there. And I looked around and I said to him, can you believe this? This is amazing. Like, what do you, what do you feel when you walk into this room? And he, I mean, he has a unicorn publicly traded company. And he said, I feel dread. I feel I have to worry about how everybody's going to eat next week. I feel I worry about my stakeholders. And, and he just listed and he was not being funny. He was not being, you know, playing with me, being facetious. He was like, you asked me a question and this is what I feel first. Mm -hmm. And I said, um, well, are you, I mean, isn't there like a good, a good thing, a positive to it? And he said, you know, there's some positive, but mostly I think people are crazy to start companies that are this big. Yeah. And, and you're also trapped. Like you have investors, like you can't quit, you can't be fired and the business becomes a monster and you work for it. Yeah. You know, there's a point where you're no longer working for yourself and you're working for your business. And of course we're always, we're all going to do things that we don't want to do. So we will work for our businesses, but when our life becomes, you know, managing shit that we, you know, expectations from hundreds, thousands of people, both whose lives depend on your business and whose money depends on your business and um, whose, you know, whose the customers who depend on your business. You have so many stakeholders. 
and the response, the level of responsibility is just like crushing and it's not anything to be admired. I personally wouldn't, I would never want to run a company that large. That never again, you, you would never want to go in that direction again. Let's talk a little bit about um, like healing from that because there are so many people, so many different types of people who, who listen to this podcast and um, a lot of them, we talk about the kind of the, the, the going up the mountain part because it's called your first million and it's, and it's again, another Trojan horse to like really understanding if you want that. Um, when you're, when you're looking back on things, do you, have you been able to um, kind of, kind of forgive that, that time in your life? Or do you feel like this is some sort of uh, Phoenix rising or how do you view that and, and stay sane is my question. Cause I've always wondered that about you because I've, I, you know, we're friends. I've seen you so many different places, but you're always, when I see you, you always like are the event. You are the main person. What do you, what do you say to yourself behind the scenes? Um, I say to myself that like, you know, I should always have permission to grow and learn and change and do something new and enjoy what I'm doing. And if anybody cares about, I love, you know, I love that. Like I want to, now I want to harvest everything that I know because it's like, that's just, that's the most that I have to offer. That's the product that I have to offer. And it's, you know, I can do it with a lot of integrity and it's incredibly rewarding. Um, but in terms of like the public eye or anything like that, you know, my, I, I, I think girl boss was like my healing, my healing opportunity, my second business, it was three years and, um, you know, it wasn't without like a few bumps in the road, but it was generally a pretty peaceful three years. And yeah. so many really, people benefited from it too. Yeah, I, thanks. I mean, I'm really proud of the company, the culture I built, um, proud of the community we built. So it was, you know, I had a chip on my shoulder when I started girl boss. Um, but I don't have a chip on my shoulder now. Like I don't really have anything to prove. Not that like I've proven myself is not what I'm saying. I'm just not, I'm not motivated in any way by um, anything beyond making the people who, you know, become students of this course, like more money, more successful and like, you know, feel more confident about what it is that they're building because I've given them this periphery of experience that cost me a lot of money to learn. Yeah, a very <laughs> you know, expensive school that you're, you're public. This is a very expensive education. Yeah. Um, and to that point, that's what I wanted to kind of, as we close out, like really bring home. I've, I'm, um, you know, I'm in that world because of my course. So I see a lot of uh, other courses Yours is, I think, the first that I've seen that has like a like a ninety nine dollar monthly rate, in addition to the bulk rate that you do. Mm-hmm. Uh, a, why was that important for you to do? And B, how do people who are interested in joining or giving it, you know, a test drive, how do they sign up? Yeah. Um, so yeah, having a payment plan was really important. So it's ninety nine dollars a month. That is for twenty four months. Um, and, you know, right now it's, you know, everybody's investing in themselves, but having a big chunk of money to invest isn't necessarily, you know, where we all are. Um, so I recognize that. And, you know, if I was, you know, in my mid twenties, I, I don't even think, well, oh, my experience in my mid twenties, never mind. <laughs> I was building that beast. Um, but it's just important that it's accessible, you know? And so it's not free. 
but I want it to be accessible. Um, and so, you know, having a really low introductory kind of monthly, um, monthly payment was like super important to me. It's just amazing that we're able to offer that. Yeah. Yeah. Because it, like you said, it's your gig, it's your thing. You don't have anybody else that you have to kind of answer to yeah. really the way you have in the past. Uh, and then how do people sign up and, and check yeah, out? So um, you can learn more at takebusinessclass.com. That's really, that's really where it's at. There's so much information there. And even if you don't read any of it, it's really fun to look at. Takebusinessclass.com. How do people find you on social? I'm at Sophia Amoruso. Would you spell that please? S-O-P-H-I-A-A-M-O-R-U-S-O. Awesome. And um, I, I, I haven't taken the course myself. It just launched today, but I'm going to check it out because I think yeah. I love reinvesting in myself, even when people think that, you know, you've made it all the way, you know, you've had this success. The way that people maintain success is by reinvesting in themselves. Mm-hmm. And um, I, so I, I, I wish you the, the best with this. I hope it goes well. And, and to your, um, you know, part of what you've expected. And I cannot wait to see all of the success stories that come out of the students that, that do it. And uh, um, actually, you know what I'm going to do right now? I just decided in this moment. What? I am going to um, sponsor one person to take the course. And um, I'll, I'm, I would have already chosen that person by the time you hear this on the, on the podcast. So go check it out. But I'm going to sponsor a friend I know uh, to take your course because I want to see them do well. Cool. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Of course. Of course. Nice to see your face. For so long, you've had me on your podcast before. Um, you supported me from, from early, early days. And I just really appreciate that. You know, part of it is, um, just being taken seriously early on. And we talk about like the people who, who kind of not only who um, knew you back then, but the people who stay with you through the ups and downs and through all kinds of, had all kinds of weird, you know, press and all kinds of people rooting for failure and that sort of thing. And I just felt that you've always been, um, you, you didn't, you were just always cool. You know, you always had your people reaching out. And so I appreciate that. Um, hope to reciprocate that whenever I can. Darling. And I wish you the best today. This is a fun Thank day. I hope you enjoy it. Thank you so much. Have yeah. a good one. You too. I'll talk to you soon. All right, perfect. Bye. If you are in the business now of investing in yourself with online courses, uh, I have one, as I mentioned in the episode. It's called How to Raise Capital for for Your Company from Scratch. It's actually um, half about raising capital from from investors and half about uh, generating capital from bootstrapping and just a little bit different uh, way of looking at it. It's very much so a labor of love. It's something I put together uh, over several weeks, and it's more than I think at this point it's like 16 plus hours of information, which is a lot to to consume, but so many people have taken the course. We have thousands and thousands of students, and so so many people have said that it's really helped them, especially in this time. And right now it's available for $360, $360, we stumbled over that a little bit, Um, and I'm just recording this same day, right? So uh, right now it's available if you go to arlenwashere.teachable.com. Check it out. There's a, a few videos that you can preview. 
And um, yeah, really, really been enjoying the time. We have a monthly live session when you get that version of it. If you want a lighter version, a shorter version, really gets to the point um, and does not have that live aspect to it. If you go to arlenwashere.teachable.com slash courses with an S, you'll look at, you'll find the um, 200 uh, fast track version that might be more to your liking. So check them both out and give it a try and, and let me know what you think. I'll see you next time.